By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area. It's BS in the Morning on KSLQ and Westplex 107.1. You know, that's somebody's favorite song, but I can't tell you who it is. Is that crazy or what? Are you there, Shelly? I am. Oh, a little delayed reaction there. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I was getting all set up in my little nook. Nook? Isn't that what you get at Barnes & Noble, one of those little things you read books on? A nook? Uh Yeah, you go into the little nooks and crannies, and then you read horror novels. I got a – what kind of novels? What? You've got to watch what Shelly says because every once in a while she will – I will cuss. Yeah, she'll just cuss. Okay, I'm not even sure what this one is. This is a new one. I've never played this one before. Let me listen to this one. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Don't let him go. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. You're so silly. Let him go. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Don't let him go. Who is that? That's Biden. Is it? Yesterday. <laughs> Did you sit there and artificially make that? No, that's exactly what he said. I mean, or it, what, what was it in context of? You know, I don't quite understand what's going on with our country. Um, it used to be that they would never, that, that Trump or his press secretary, or no, excuse me, that, that Biden or his press secretary would never mention the words or the name Donald Trump. It wouldn't come out of their mouth. They would say the previous president or the former president. Now, if you watch that speech last week, which was just plain weird, where we're fighting for the soul of the country, and it's all about Donald Trump. He's this terrible person. So... Why don't they let it go and focus on the stuff that's really happening? I, you, Shelley, you're I this. mean, move forward, move on. I now have, it is what it is. It was what it was. I now have. Let's two, move on and fix the country. I now have two smartest women in the world. You're the second smartest woman in the world. Yes, I don't get it. And he's making all these speeches lately. You know, for a while he's like, you know, you can't pry him out of the, out of out of his plight. You know, he's is on. He, I, maybe it's his body double. I don't know. He, you know, he was on vacation for two weeks and nobody heard from him. And now he comes back and he's like doing a, he's, he, he's, he's going to be like over the next, I think he's already been there once. And I think he, over the next month, he's going to be back in Pennsylvania three more times because they have this pivotal election in, in, in Pennsylvania with the Senator between Fetterman, who is the guy that, who's just bizarre and Dr. Oz, who some people would say is bizarre. You know, I mean, it's like, it's like two different kinds of people. Dr. Oz is this is this guy, a self-made multimillionaire who came to this country. Thanks to with, Oprah. Wait, well, but but you know, once again, she helped him, but you know, he did a lot she of it on his own. She absolutely helped him. And then you've got John Fetterman, who lived in his parents' house till he was forty-nine. You know, going like so he had a failure to launch issue. Well, it's and and he wears he wears a hoodie and he looks like I still say he he could go into the movies and play. As the Unabomber? No, he'd play the ultimate bad guy. I mean, no matter what movie he was in, if you'd see him, you know, because there are some actors that just get stereotyped with that. I mean, like, for example, there are certain guys that are in all the gangster movies. There's one guy, I can't remember his name. Joe, well, no, well, Joe Pesci is usually in there. Yeah, but but there's another guy, and I can't remember his name. If you if you watch The Sopranos, he's he was in The Sopranos. He was in 
Um, well, what, there's Andy Garcia. No, 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 no. This, this, uh, this is not. This is not a hot. This is not a a like it uh, like a, a a guy that you know the the name runs off the tip of your tongue. This is a guy who's been in Goodfellows. He's been in Sopranos. I believe he's been in a bunch of different. And he and he's this good looking older Italian gentleman that that looks like the kind of guy that if you if like if you someone Al said no 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 no. He's not. A, he's not a, like a household name. I'll see if you can find his. Oh, his, okay. His, his, well, then why would I know his name? Well, because he's he's in all these gangster movies. That's what I'm saying. He's Al Pacino and guys like that are in gangster movies. Better in a lot of other movies as well too. Like the latest thing, like with what's her face is you know like he's in like you know the 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 Fockers. You know what, what's who's the guy in the in the you know meet the Fockers or whatever. You know he he plays. Oh yeah. Okay. You know, he's... I, I know who it is. Right, 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 right. Anyway, how do we get talking about that? Okay, so so Joe Biden is being heckled on stage. And I, is he really? Yeah, no, 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 seriously. No. His last couple speeches, he's being heckled. He's being heckled, and he stops his speech, and apparently the Secret Service, you don't you don't realize what's going on, because, you, you know, at least, at least the video I've seen, the camera stays on Biden. And he's getting heckled, and apparently the police or the Secret Service go over and rough this guy up. And Biden says, as they start to tear him away, Biden says, No, 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 don't let him go. And then he says, Look, everybody's entitled to be an idiot. Did he say that? Yes, he said that. After Al Pacino. No, not Al Pacino. Robert De Niro. No, it's. I told you, he's not a big. He's not a big star. If if you if you walked up to ten people on the street and said, "Hey, who's blah blah blah?" This guy's name. People, I don't know. I don't know who he is. I mean, but you you once you see him, you know exactly who he is. I'll see if I can find his name. Uh, okay. And 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 give you who he is. Anyway, I don't know how we got to talk about that. And so so Shelley, when you ask me any question now, you know my answer is going to be no. No, 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 don't let him go. No, 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 no. No, 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 don't let him go. No, 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 no. See, I thought it was funny because I got you last week doing the no, 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 no thing. And then I heard Biden. Anyway, today is Tuesday. I know it's most people kind of feel like a Monday. Labor Day. Did you did you go to the Labor Day parades? I did not. Did you do anything to celebrate Labor Day? Well, I did, actually. What did you do? I put together a play yard for my nugget. So her nugget is at McDonald's. They have chip, chicken McNuggets, and that's what her... She's my glam baby, because I'm the, a glamma. She goes to McDonald's, and she dresses up the chicken McNuggets as kids, which is sort of weird. Right? No. She doesn't. She's only got four teeth, Brad. I would not give her chicken McNuggets. No, she is a nugget. That's what I'm saying. She's... She isn't. She really is. And she got that because she was so little. I was like, she is just a little nugget. And it stuck. Tiffany says that she picked out the name, but it was Glamour. What does Tiffany know? She's her mother. You know what I mean? She doesn't know anything. Exactly. <laughs> she was so funny. She, last night she goes, she came over. All the kids came over and John. Uh, which is Davy's like lifelong best friend, and you know, just it was just lovely. And so I'm holding Harper Fay, 
And I've got her in my arms and she's like climbing all over being a little monkey face. And Tiffany goes, I don't want you to get upset with me, but do you have a good hold on her? See, she's climbing. And I said, I don't know if you know this, Tiffany, but I've been a mom for a really long time. Wow. So she's she's thinking you're gonna you're gonna drop her kid, right? Yeah. Wow. She is she is a such a good mom, actually. She is one of the she was far better than I ever was. So but I told her, I said, Tiffany, I know that there are traits that you don't particularly care for about me, but you're gonna have to pick some of them up and be um a little, a little me. What would those be? What were the traits that, that, that you don't want her to be like? Um, <laughs> you know, if you sit there and you laugh, Brad, because I'm sure I have the traits that you don't particularly I know what care one for. of them is. However, comma, with I, that said. I know what one of them is. Hold on a minute. You know what one of them is? What? I will cuss. I will cuss. That's one of the traits right there. Uh-huh. So, um, anyway, yeah. I'm a patient advocate, like my brother's in a skilled facility, and I don't want to be that person, you know, the daughter or the sister or whatever, but I was like that with the mom, my mom and, and my stepdad and everybody else, but um, all my, all my other parents, but my mom felt it necessary to apologize for my behavior, but she expected nothing less. Okay, explain that to me. She apologized for your, for your behavior. But because ex- I'm a little tad bit aggressive when it comes to uh, the people I love and being an advocate for them. So in other words, you're going to punch the nurses if they don't do the right thing? No, I will make some calls. Oh, okay. okay. And that, that would be that just kind of as advocate. bad. Okay. Like I had a friend. Her name, was, her name is Sherry Bolick. Yeah. And she did not want to be, you know, living a life in a coma. Right. And so I almost was put in jail. I was almost arrested. Hold it. Is she, um, is because she, I was being an advocate for her because she was non-responsive. Is she still alive? She is. So she came back to life after a coma? She did. And, she, and it was when her daughter leaned down and said, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, Mom, how I'm long, so sorry. How long ago was this? she was in a coma. Huh? How long ago was this? How long ago was this? Yeah, she was in a coma. Um. Gosh, about 12, 15 years ago. And she's like a normal person now? She's in a wheelchair. And um, what happened to her there? She was in a coma. She had a stroke. Oh. And it was a major stroke. Right. And they and they were going to. How old was she when she had the stroke? I'm sorry? How old was she when she had the stroke? Probably my age. So she was 86? Excuse me, that's you. <laughs> that's right. Hello? I'm 87. I'm, I'm a youngster. <laughs> So anyway, to make a long story short, her daughter um, got on the side of her bed and said, oh, mom, I'm so sorry. Please, I, I, I wish I could take back everything I've done to you. And I promise I'll be better if you would just come back. And that woman wiggled her toes. You know, the last time I had a pretty bad car accident, I was in a coma for like a week. No, you weren't. I was in a coma for like the next a time week. you had a really bad car accident. You went to work the next day <laughs> at the at the college. I was in a coma for a week, and and Ugh, one of my friends whatever. showed up at the hospital and said, "You know what he needs? He needs 
10 strippers from Sajay. And the nurse said, absolutely not. And the doctor says, yeah, why not? So they brought 10 strippers over. And and they, and they all said, oh, Brad, how are you? Here's some glitter. And I sat back in my bed and I go, hey, let's go party. It cured me. Sad and true, <laughs> I can see you doing that. <laughs> Seriously, you just got. Yeah, I can see that. I dodged, this is fun. I, well, hold it now. I'm, now I can say that was three tra- That was three accidents ago. Ago because remember, two weeks ago, in the same week, I got hit. A lady in a Mercedes smashed in me into my back in yes, a parking lot at Schnooks. And across the parking lot from Schnooks, two days later, a guy smashes into the front of my car in the drive-through at McDonald's. I'm going like, what is it with me and, and people running into me? What is this? I don't get it. Five accidents in like five years, and four of them are people smashing into me, and one of them is a tractor trailer hitting me, or hitting me not once but twice. Actually, I think he hit me three times. You know what? I can't find that license plate either. That really bothers me. Yeah, that bothers me too. It's somewhere, Brad. It has to be. I don't know. Because that was like... The, when when the guy, he hits me once, spins, spins me around, I'm going sideways down 270 right there at 370. I guess that would be in Bridgeton or something like that. Bridgeton or Hayeswood. I don't know where the boundary line, boundary line is. And then he hits me. He T-bones me, breaks out all my windows, and he, he claims you? Well, he claims he never hit me once, never hit me twice, but yet somehow or another, the license plate off the front of the tractor trailer ended up in the back seat of my car. How did that happen? You know, I mean, like, how did the he license... says he never did it. Right, he says he never hit me. You know, okay, right, you never hit me. Right, you hit me once, spun me around, then as I'm spinning sideways down the highway, you hit me again, smash me into the concrete center divider, I bounce off the center divider, and then another lady hits me. So I was like, I was like, like a ping pong ball. You know, so it's, was it like a montage? No, it's no fun being a ping pong ball. As 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 your life flashed before your eyes? No, it was just I I can still I can still there's a point where after he hit me and he the first time he, he switches lanes and the literally if if you, the car was still here I can show you pictures the lug nuts of his wheel you could see where he switched lanes on me and they ate through the side of my car. Remember, it was like these round circles where you can see it just ripped the doors all the time. Yeah, pieces. like a can opener. He spun and me. They had, they had to do jaws of life on you. Right. He spun me sideways. Then he T boned me. And I can still to this day remember. And by this time, all the glass had broken out of the side of my car. Driver's side, all the windows had broken out. Okay, and the bizarre part was <laughs> the airbags go off. This car had gazillion airbags, but none of them on the left side. All of them on the right side went off. Well, there's nobody in the passenger seat, nobody in the back seat. But, you know, the left side, all the, you know, all the airbags, I mean, the, the airbags don't go off. I'm going down the highway sideways. He hits me again. I literally could reach out my window and touch the front grill of the truck. I can. That's embedded in my mind. I can still remember looking out my left, looking to my head to my left, and thinking to myself, "I'm dead." <laughs> Literally, I'm thinking, "My life is over. I'm getting hit by a tractor trailer. I am dead." And then all of a sudden, the next thing I know, I go flying backwards into the the concrete center divider, the Jersey barrier, and bounce off of that. Another lady hits me, and I'm going like. Okay, and I'm stopped in, in and it's night, probably nine o'clock at night. I'm stopped sideways in 270, 
and cars don't see me because you know they can't see my headlights, so they can just see my like my side marker lights, and cars are like swerving all around me. I hear the brakes and squealing tires, and I'm going like I'm you know, and I'm sitting sideways, you know, with my driver's side pointed toward traffic. So in other words, if somebody hits me, they're going to hit me right in the side of the car, and I'm I'm in that side. So I'm going like okay, I'm just waiting to be killed, literally. I mean, I'm waiting to be killed. I, I didn't get killed by the tractor trailer hitting me. You know, I survived that. I bounced off the concrete barrier. Another lady hit me, and I'm thinking, okay, now there's going to be another tractor trailer going to come and just roll over me, and I'm going to be road pizza. You know, that's all there is. But anyway. But I'm here to talk about it. And I said to Joe Biden, Joe Biden, can you believe this happened to me? And he said, no, 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 don't let him go. That's what that he said that to the man upstairs. So he said he probably did close those gates. It's not his time. <laughs> Wait a couple of weeks. It will be. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. We have to take a break. We um, do. By the way, BTW, we, we have a problem and we have Houston, a problem. No, we, we have a problem. We have a problem and I want to address it because you're going to hear the promo run during the day. Uh, we're running a new a new social media, a new local mo- social media site called Westplex.social. Okay. Yes. And last week we put it on beta test. In other words, we've been testing it in the background. Nobody knew about it. Last week we went public with it and we said, "Hey, come on to Westplex.social, test it out. It's like Facebook, but we don't care about you know what your blood type is, or we don't get a sample of your DNA. We don't do a retinal scan or anything like that, and we don't know where you've been for the like the last." 24 hours we don't know you know who you've been with we don't know any of that kind of stuff that facebook we don't knows. really it's none of our business right none of our business anyway it worked too well and the server crashed the promo says five times but since i did the promo it crashed to six times so we're asking you not to go to westplex.social please don't go to westplex.social because we're putting some new servers in the rack, and we don't want – we're trying to get this thing to the point where it's going to operate reliably. So all you literally thousands of people who went to Westplex.social that crashed it, please don't go there until we tell you to go there, okay? Okay. Even though I may talk about it on the air this morning, don't go there, okay? It's 631. Don't go there. I tell you that a lot. Okay, Shelly, I got to ask you. There are people saying that's the song of summer. Do you think that's the song of this past summer? Actually, it's still summer, but unofficially, it's not summer anymore. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I've always just listened to the beat. I've never really listened to the words. Well, you know, people talk about, oh, that's a song. of. I remember that's the summer of 82, and oh, that's so good. That's blah, 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 blah. And they think that's the song of 2022? Yeah, that's what they say the, the song of 2022 is. That's all. I see. Well, I you know, who knows? Who knows? Anyway, um, the reason I say that is because there's like people say, oh, no, that's not it. And I read this article that talked about like five other songs and like four of them I thought to myself, I never heard of those. <laughs> what, what, what radio station are they listening to? And I'm the guy that listens to all sorts of different radio. You know, I have to be honest with you, though. I've become. <laughs> there's a shock. Oh, this past weekend. Man, w- uh-huh. W-I-L. They do this. They did this before. They have what they call, you ready for this? It's their Red, White, and Booze Weekend. Get it? Uh-huh. Red, White, and Booze. Yeah. Not wait, Red, White, and Blues. Red, White, and Booze Weekend. Yes. Oh, my God. Did they play some great songs? 
I mean, they were they, they allowed to do that? Oh, they're playing all these drinking songs, but oh, but songs you haven't heard, like in you know, I mean, nobody plays them anymore because they're not bro country songs. You know what I mean? They're not Florida Georgia Line or or you know, and the pretty boy country dudes. You know, they're like the ugly country guys. You know, the guys who like with no teeth, and yet they're. <laughs> No, wow! Seriously, you know you got you got the pretty boy country guys. You know, like the Florida Georgia line. Those guys could be fashion models. Matter of fact, they are. And you got all these good looking dudes. Um, and it used to be like the old guys. You know, the old country, like you know Merle Haggard. You know, people like like you know that who weren't that good looking guys. You know what I mean? But yeah, they were well, great. Willie country. Nelson always had pretty teeth, though. Well, yeah, he's another guy. Looked like you know, looked like the bum, like like the guy on the street corner. Looked like a bum. He did. He looked, looked like, like a looks like a country a, dude. Looks like a bum. He does not. I saw him. I saw Willie Nelson working the sign on page in one seventy for oh, all the other guys. Please no, that was by, the dude that ran you off his corner. By the way, <laughs> I read this interesting article. This guy, this guy who was a panhandler, who got arrested by St. Louis County down in South County. Apparently, this is all he does. And he sued, I guess it was St. Louis County, and won like $150,000 because they- That's vi- all he went for? They violated his rights or something like that, okay? Apparently- and then somebody took his corner? No, 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 no. They just, he was, hold, hold on a minute. I said, I said, what did I say? I said, no, 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 no. And I meant to say- No, 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 no. Actually, I meant to say- No, 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 don't, let him go. Yeah, let me go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> anyway- he wins this suit against St. Louis County because they violated his rights, okay? So what the guy is now doing, he's going to various municipalities, and he's trying to get arrested. <laughs> Seriously. What, for three hats and a car? No, he's trying to get arrested so he can sue him again. He, but, so what's, what's happened is it's a crazy thing with the law that they claim, you know, he can't violate his fir- First Amendment rights, blah, 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 blah. So, and what they're doing is... I can't remember if it was one of the municipalities out west on Manchester. It would might have been might have been the city of Manchester. I can't remember which one it was, but I remember reading the article last week, and they put in an ordinance where he can't walk out in the street anymore. Essentially, the ordinance is it's okay That's that he a public he, place, but but see, there are certain places they can do that because you're not allowed to walk in the interstate. You know, like because yes, you, you know, I, I I've heard that, right. and I've always maintained that that was the truth in is Illinois. In Illinois, I don't know if they're still there, for years and years and years, when you got onto the en- any of the entrance ramps of uh, the interstates in Illinois, there was a big sign that says, you know, use prohibited by pedestrians, motor-driven motorcycles. Even even it said that it was pretty, you know, not, you know, bicycles, you know, skateboards, you know, all sorts of stuff like that. Anyway, what the guy's doing is now he's, he's they got the ordinance where he can't, he has to be on the sidewalk. He can panhandle, but he can't be on the sidewalk. And I don't think he can be on the median. I think that's what the deal is. They said they couldn't be on the median, and so where's he supposed to be in the middle of the lane? No, that's but see, you've never seen some of these are super aggressive guys. You go to New York City, I haven't, and they come, no. they literally come up to your window and knock on your window. If your window's up, they'll come and knock on your window. And the ones in in New York, they had the problem with what they call the squeegee boys. You know who I'm talking about? The squeegee boys. They would sit there and make uh, clean your windshield, right? Exactly, and then they'd want money. You know, they'd, they'd clean your windshield, and then they'd, they'd say, "Oh, I'll clean your windshield. That's why I want five dollars." And if you didn't give them five dollars, they'd like, you know, kick your car and put a dent in the fender. Anyway, the guy who was it was either the mayor or the city manager says, you know, the quote was something to the effect like, 
hey, we know what he's up to. You know, we're we're not going to fall for him this time. He's you know we're not gonna we're not gonna arrest him unless he does this, which is against the ordinance, and which apparently they've tried already, and and they can't do that. I mean, it's just crazy weird stuff. If, if on my birthday, what was that? Two years ago, I did that on my no, birthday. Did it this year? No, I didn't do it this year. I did it. No, it was last. No, are you sure? It was, wasn't this year. It was a couple years ago, and it wasn't. There's a place on 170. Matter of fact, I can tell you all the places. Matter of fact, on 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 70 at 94 in St. Charles, there's always somebody at the top of the ramp. You know what I'm talking about. Um, and then lately, there's gotten to be a couple of them that are working the sign at 70 and Zumble. You come up the top of the ramp and you get off right there, and there's somebody working the sign. Okay, they've always been there. Yeah, I mean, but once again, you know where they're at. And yes, and, and so on on my birthday, I decided, you know what. I want to have people give me a, a birthday present. So I made a sign up, and it just so happened it was a holiday. My birthday fell on a holiday, okay? So none of the guys were working the sign. So I go up to the interstate, and, and I start working a sign, and this dude shows up, and he gets into a fight with me, tells me it's his. his he really did. It's, that was it's, so funny. it's his spot, and how dare me come and take his spot, you know, because. Get out of my, my house. <laughs> yeah, so, so. So he gets mad when when a guy pulls over and gives me a dollar. So he gets really mad at me, and then he won't talk to me. So then I'm thinking to myself, oh, okay. And You're lucky he didn't shoot so, you. So he and he explained to me, I even said to him, I had a couple conversations with him before he got really mad at me, and he explained to me the reason he's doing this, and once again, it was a good, a good explanation. I said to him, I said, do you make a lot of money doing this? He says, I do very well. And I said, could you make more money just working a regular job? He says, I can't work a regular job. And I go, why is that? He says, I owe child support. So in other words, what he's doing is because, you know, and think about think about that for a minute, okay? How would you like him to be your father? You know, he's not going to have a job where they're going to garnish his wages to pay for your child support. Instead, he's going to go work the sign on the interstate. For cash. For cash. Would you take a check? Where he can put the money in his pocket. You know, I'm going Do you like, have a square? But see, see what's sad about that is that's to a certain extent why you can't hire anybody anymore because everybody got got what sp- they're all working the sign. No, everybody got spoiled by getting the government money. You know, you got paid not to work. That's why nobody wants to work anymore. I told you the guy, the one guy I know, I don't know him that well. He owns a couple of Culvers. He told me that down in Chesterfield Valley, some of the fast food places in Chesterfield Valley are paying. $25 an hour for people to work at fast food restaurants. And he talked about the Hardee's down in Chesterfield Valley closes at 2 o'clock in the afternoon because they only have one shift of workers. They only, they only have one shift of people. They come in and work the breakfast, the breakfast and the lunch, and then they close. They're closed for like at 2 o'clock. And he said that to me. I go, how can that be? And one day, I guess about a week ago, it was like it was in the Valley. And it was like 7 o'clock at night, 6 o'clock at night. I drove through. Sure enough, Hardee's is closed. I go, they're closed for dinner. How do they make any money? You know, I mean, the rent down in the valley ain't cheap. You know, I mean. It's not. I mean, you know, I did. Don't get me going. I just don't. I don't understand. I didn't say anything. No, I just don't understand why, why, you know, what's happened and all this crazy stuff that's going on with our country and weird stuff and, you know, and, and, and. I just, you know, I mean, now this thing's like, you know, the 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 Trump saga continues. Now they've the the judge yesterday agreed that they're going to appoint a special master. You know what this is all about? 
I don't. A special master in a court case is someone that the court assigns to essentially look at evidence and be like a disinterested third party. So in other words, you know, Trump is complaining that the Department of Justice and the FBI are trying to railroad him with what they, you know, they raided his place in Mar-a-Lago. And this is what he's been going for for, every, you know, like not too long after they raided it. So what's happened is now the case is, is supposedly stopped. The Department of Justice has to turn over all this stuff. But they, they, have, they won't even appoint a special master till Friday. And the job of the special master is to go through all the evidence and says the key master well no no i mean i know i know it sounds weird but it's something you don't hear about it too much in court cases but it is something that does happen it's usually as usually a controversial case where they're the people are afraid that the police are the you know like in this case the doj the department of justice is biased against trump like you don't think that's the case do you really think that they're that they're biased against trump no i think they were following an order but who gave the order (laughs) <laughs> Who do you think? Biden claims he had nothing to do with it. Oh, then it was Pelosi. <laughs> it was somebody. <laughs> what? It was somebody. It was some Democrat, right? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you make me sound like I'm Democrat? Bad. No, no, like no, no, that. no. But 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 that's what it is. Look, the whole thing, this crazy thing with our president, his deal. Where was it? Yesterday or su- Sunday when he's you know on this no 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 thing. All he's doing is bashing Trump. It's like it's like okay, are you that afraid of the guy? The guy's not even in an office anymore. Are you that afraid of him? You know, I mean, just you know, if if you know, how, what's the best way to to someone who's bothering you? Just ignore him. You know, just ignore him. Like my my. Oh, neighbor. like you do me. I'm sorry. What'd you say? Uh huh. What are you doing? You're ignoring me is what you are. It's 647. Uh-huh. It's Katie Hudson. What was that? What'd you just do? Hello? Are you okay? I hear this tremendous noise and Shelly disappears. Well, hopefully she'll be back. Shelly just walked in her studio. Sorry. Okay. What was that noise? Was that you picking up your headset? I guess. N- no. Okay, never mind. We'll just move on. Just don't worry about it. I'm fine. Everybody's fine. Katie, no worries. Katie Hudson is a real name. And her mom and dad, see, I've told this before. And I, I actually had people say, that's not true. That's your BS. Her mom and dad were both interesting characters in their young years. Her mom at one point in time dated Jimi Hendrix. For those of you who don't know who Jimi Hendrix is, the famed guitar player uh, who was like the one of the probably one of the best guitar players ever, ever, and unfortunately a member of the 27 Club. He died when he was 27. His dad, Katy Perry's dad, used to hang out with Dr. Timothy Leary. For those of you who Dr. Timothy Leary is, he's this crazy, strange strange guy that essentially said, the cure to everything is LSD. So if you have a problem, you just drop some acid, and you just, everything's great, and your life's wonderful. So then her Unless parents. Unless you have a bad trip, then it's right, not so great. Then things are not so great. So her parents both find the Lord and they become like preachers. And Katy Perry comes along. Katy Perry's born and they treat her, they teach her to be this, like this super conservative. See, that's always, it's always the preacher's daughter who's the wild girl in high school. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Because they're always the wild ones, you know, because they live this strict home life and when, oh my God, I can't wait to get out. 
So so Katie comes out, and originally she releases a gospel album under a name of Katie Hudson. That's his real name. And they thought that her name was too close to Kate Hudson, the actress, so they changed it to Katy Perry. And I remember hearing that song on the first time on KSLZ 1077, Z1077, for the first time I thought to myself, that is a hit. And that started her career. And what's interesting about it is the time, at the time, that's what, been 10, 12 years ago? That was somewhat of a controversial song. Now nobody cares. You know, kiss a girl, kiss a frog, kiss a guy. Who cares anymore, right? Kiss a cow. We don't care. Kiss a butt. Yeah, people do that all the time. You know, people do. Yeah, people do that all the time. <laughs> right? It's just Would like, you raise your derriere just a little to the left? Right, right. It's like it's like no big deal. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> so I'm gonna look at that. What year was that? Anyway, it was. I'll look around that in my time. Okay. I want to talk about this just for a minute. You teach your folks out there. I'd love your input on this. No, 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 no. Seriously. No, 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 and mathematics scores were falling for the first time ever. Okay? So, in other words, and you remember we had this gal, what's the gal's name, uh, who's the head of the teachers' union, where she didn't want, none of the, they wanted, didn't want the kids to go back to school. Remember, we don't know what the kids are in school. The teachers are going to get sick. Now they're saying that, that according to this National Center for Education, American students' reading proficiency dropped to a two-decade low, and mathematics scores fell for the first time ever. What do you expect? You know, I mean, it's like, is that, that's like saying, okay, if you're in real good shape and you're strong and you watch your diet, all of a sudden for two years, you don't go to the gym anymore and you eat whatever you want. Guess what? You're not going to be strong and you're going to be fat, right? It's like, if you don't go to school, you don't learn and you sit at home all the time. You know, what's interesting about this is there are kids in our educational system that have just like completely dropped out. Nobody knows what's happening to them. You know what I'm talking about? I don't. They don't show up for school anymore. You know, they're just like disappeared off the face of the earth. Sounds like me in the 80s. Well, no, but but remember, wasn't there wasn't there like the truant officer? Remember, we always said, if you don't come to school, the truant officer is going to come get you. Remember when they, they and then they were going to blame the parents and incarcerate them. Right, which doesn't Do you remember it. that. Yeah, 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 but but. See, the interest, The reason this came out is now the Biden administration is saying, hey, we said all along, open up for the schools. I'm going like, hold on a minute now. I don't think that's what the Democrats were saying. The Republicans were saying open up the schools. The Democrats weren't. Are, do I, don't I have that right? Wasn't that the way it was? Because the, I, to be honest, I can't remember. This lady who is the, 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 the head person for the, the school board, or this, the American, what's her name? Something Weingarten, Randy Weingarten, I think is her name. Um, she's talking about uh, the fact that, yeah, we wanted those kids to go back to school. No, she was the one saying, don't send the kids back to school. I know, I knew at the time, or during the height of, of the union thing, I know someone that once upon a time used to live here in the St. Louis area and moved out. Matter of fact, uh, they got married and they moved to another city. And this particular person became the union rep for her school district, okay? And she was, like, adamant about this. 
I'd see her posting on Facebook all the time. We don't want those kids back in school because they're going to kill each other and they're going to kill the teachers. The teachers are going to get COVID. The teachers are all going to die. And we everything should be done from home. I'm going, okay, so then why do we need school buildings? You know what I mean? We think about that. That's always been my bugaboo, okay? Like perfect, like for example, when I drive by a church on Monday and the parking lot's empty, I'm thinking to myself, what a waste that is. And you drive by the church on a Tuesday, and the parking lot's empty. Drive by the church on a Wednesday, parking lot's empty. Why do you have this fancy schmancy building and there's nobody in it? Use that thing. Use it 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Do you think that they should rent it out to homeless people? I think I think they should do something with it. They're not paying taxes on it, that's for sure. Oh, that's what bothers you. Uh, it does. It, yeah, I know. It, and it's not that's just the churches. It's like every time I go by the Humane Society on page at shoots, I just think to myself – there's like a $10 million building and they don't pay any taxes on that. That's not fair. I know the people, Oh my God, but they take care of dogs. Yeah. We don't need that. <laughs> okay, sir. <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble for that. See, I can say, totally. I can, I can say you bad. You can say anything you want about the kids, but do not mess with the animals. Right. If I say anything about a bad, about a pet, the people are going to come and burn my house down. Okay. We got to take a break at 659. It is BS. Show. I'm Shella. She's Brad. 706. Hard to believe that song is 13 years old. Can you believe that? 2009. Is it really? Yeah. 2009. Wow. Where's the time gone by? Uh, smartest woman in the world sent me this over the weekend. It's pretty, pretty interesting. Now this is sort of nerdy kind of stuff, but it's sort of fascinating because it involves journalism and it involves the government. And typically what happens is journalists like sue the government for what they call open records or FOIA, Freedom of Information Act. In other words, the government has records that they don't want people to see. Uh, in Missouri, I think it's called the Sunshine Law. So in other words, you you know, if you go to like to your if you live in like a city like St. Peter's or O'Fallon or Crestwood or Wildwood or something like that, and you want to see something the city has, and they say, "Sorry, we can't show that to you." You can file a Sunshine Law request, and the court will make them show you. Okay. This is what's interesting because Missouri Attorney General Eric Schmidt is essentially suing the University of Missouri. Now, keep in mind. For what? Well, he's he's suing the University of Missouri for he sent them an open records request for communications of two University of Missouri journalism school professors. It's a pretty weird case and essentially it appears to be focused on a partnership between the Florida-based fact-checking organization and the Columbia Missourian. Now, what's interesting is, and once again, I do not recommend this. If you, by some stretch of the imagination, wake up some morning from an incredible hangover, and you're a young person, you say, I think I want to go to school and become a journalist. Huh. This is your Uncle Brad saying, don't do it. But. If you really are going to disregard my 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 advice, I suggest you go to the University of Missouri for two different reasons. First off, they have a paper that's actually a regular newspaper called the Columbia Missourian, not the Washington Missourian, but the Columbia Missourian, which is actually affiliated with the university's journalism school, but it's actually run as a for-profit newspaper. And they also have an excellent TV station. Actually, they have a couple of them now. But the one they've had for a long time is Channel 8, KOMU, which is owned by the University of Missouri, but it operates as a commercial television station. They're selling ads. You know, you can learn to be a salesperson. You can learn to be a news person. 
And the important aspect of this is that if you work at like your campus radio station, let's say you work at at uh, KO, you know, at KWMU, and you go out into the real world of broadcasting, nobody will hire you because they'll go like, "You worked at a not for profit. You worked at an NPR station. That doesn't count." Because it doesn't. Because you don't learn anything at at those stations. You really don't. You have to work at a commercial station to really know what's going on. Anyway. Apparently, some things were written about Eric Schmidt and in the Columbia, Missouri, which is the University of Missouri-Columbia uh, partnership. It's like their own in-house newspaper, but it's a commercial paper. And he's not happy about it. So he's filed an open records request <laughs> against these two professors. Once again, he's a state employee, so he's filing a, a open records request for two State employees, University of Missouri journalism professors. I'm going like, what is this? And it says, the dean of the University of Missouri School of Journalism said attorneys at the university are currently processing the request of determining which documents need to be produced. Quote, we believe in freedom of information and stand up for the Freedom of Information Act, Krupia said. Sunshine is a good thing. We've got to be responsive. The Missourian is staffed by students at the University of Missouri and edited by members of the school journalism facility or faculty. It receives some money from the university, which makes some of the operations subject to open records law. But it operates as a for-profit paper. So in other words, they're actually outselling advertising. Interesting. You know, I know that's sort of inside baseball kind of stuff, but the interesting part of that is normally it's like the newspapers. They're going after the government for, you know, like what's sort of what's going on like now with Trump. You know, everybody, because if you know what happened with that, once they, they executed the search warrant, who sued the government for access to the search warrant? All the journalism, you know, like I think NBC News sued him and, and AP sued him. And they're suing the government because legally, God, should I ever tell this story? Once upon a time, there was this little municipality that, I was, land far, far <laughs> that I was involved in. And there's a thing now, matter of fact, this is sort of funny because now it's all on the internet. But back in the day, you could go to the city hall and you could say, hey, can I have a list of everybody who applied for a business permit last week? And they'd give it to you. They'd say, matter of fact, I used to go to, I used to do this in St. Charles City. The other lady was always very nice. And she says, you know, now, son, that's going to cost you 20 cents a page. I think I can afford that. I go, how many pages is it? She says, it's like 10 pages. I go, I got two bucks right here. I can afford that. So she would give me a list of all the people that applied for business permits. The idea being that we would contact them and talk to them about doing advertising, especially if they were opening a new store, you know, because you want to try to get the grand opening and stuff like that. There is a particular municipality, and I won't say it's Washington, Missouri, but I won't say who it is, but <laughs> I, I go to the city clerk, and the city clerk says, I'm sorry, we can't give that to you. I go, to me, you can't give that to me. She says, that's privileged information. I go, it's public information. People come in here and apply for a business permit. That's public. She says, well, you'll have to talk to the city administrator. So I go upstairs, talk to this guy, and I'm not saying it was Jim Briggs, but I go upstairs, and essentially says, we're not giving it to you. He says, what are you going to do? Call him and try to sell him advertising? Exactly, I told him. He says, sue me. (laughs) That's what he said to me. Sue me. Freedom of Information Act, Sunshine Act, go ahead and sue me. I'm going like, why are you being? Did like- you? No, but why? What? Once again, I don't get that. Why are people being jerks about stuff like that? You know, it's once again, it's. See, this is the crazy thing. This is why people get mad at government because the people involved in government get to the point where, like, well, I work for the government. Who are you? You know what I'm saying? It's like I'm I'm a government worker. You're just a peon. Hey, guess what? I think I pay your salary. No, you don't. The government pays my salary. 
guess what? I pay taxes to the government, and the government pays your salary. No, you don't pay my salary. It's like, you know, this is the problem because this is why government operates different than business. Because if you go to McDonald's and you say, hey, I don't want pickles on my hamburger, the guy doesn't say, hey, tough luck, buddy. We're putting pickles on there whether you like it or not because we're from the government, and we, we're going to put pickles on your hamburger if you don't want it or not. Because guess what happens? Pretty soon, nobody goes to that McDonald's, and it goes out of business, right? But the government doesn't go out of business. It's always there. That's true. I can For t- now. You never know about tomorrow because the world's so weird. I can tell you a story of a friend of mine who owns a business who one day got inspected by, and I won't give what agency that was, it was the government. Somebody complained about his business, and a government, let's just put quote marks, a government inspector showed up at his place and and investigated the complaint and was found that it was not it was unfounded in other words it what the person complained about wasn't the case but this government inspector said to my friend who owns the business i'm not leaving until i find a violation and he stayed there all day and watched him do business at the end of the day find him seven thousand dollars for some stupid little thing that nobody cares about because he said he said to the owner of the business, "I'm not leaving till I find it. You violated something." I mean, come on, you know. I mean, it's like the cop that pulls you over for 46 and a 45. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. I have a ticket in municipality for 26 and a 20. I've had two speeding tickets in my life. One of them was for 26 and a 20. 26 and a 20. I'm like. Okay, I'm six miles out, mile over the limit. I'm, it's not like I was going 46 in a 20 or like she, Shelly in a 20. Shelly I knew be, you were going to say that. Shelly would think, oh, two zero. We just add another zero. That means I can go 200, right? Are Close, you, you but put not a, totally You accurate. put a one in front of it, and that means I can go 120. And I I got upset with this, and I went to, to, to traffic. I went to the to court, and... <laughs> I'm not kidding. This is a true story. If I, t- if I tell you the municipality, I- I'll never be able to drive through again because they'll be looking for me now. So I go to court. I plead not guilty. The judge says, you'll have to go to three nights of traffic school, and then we'll, we won't count this ticket against you. I said, Your Honor, it's 26 and a 20. And he says, and he, literally, the judge says, if it were 21 and a 20, you still violated the law. That's what he said to me. Okay, fine. 21 and a 20. Okay. 26 and a 20. So I go to traffic school, three nights, and what does this guy do? This is back in the day. The guy stands up in front of the class, and he puts on a videotape for like an hour, and then he leaves. So some people in the class looking around going like, where is he? We're in like this office building. They rented this like couple rooms in this office building for this traffic school. So... He comes back about an hour later, the tape ends, and he gives a little bit of lecture. And then day two, night two of traffic school, okay? So so, so the guy comes in, puts in a videotape, and leaves. So by this point in time, people are going like, I don't think he's going to be back for a while. People left and drove down the street and went to McDonald's and Taco Bell and brought stuff back. We're eating in class, yakking it up. Nobody was watching the video. I mean, I was the only guy. I was sitting in the front row. I'm the nerd sitting there watching the video. By the by, night number three, third night, the guy comes in, puts the videotape in, and, like, literally, I'm the only guy left in the room. Everybody else is gone because I'm thinking to myself, 
I know how my luck goes. If I walk out that door while that videotape's rolling, he's going to come up behind me and say, son, you, you skipped traffic school, therefore you're going to pay them fine for the ticket. Okay, so once again, I'm the only guy in the room. Everybody else out. They're out smoking in the parking lot. They're down the street at McDonald's. They're down the street at, at the Quickie Mart, you know, big, getting big gulps, you know, because they know the drill by this third night. We know the guy comes in, puts in the videotape, disappears. We have no idea where he goes. Comes back an hour, tapes over. He's got like his timer, you know, tells us a few things. Now, don't, if the speed limit says 25, don't go 30, you know, stuff like that. So, I get my little, he signs off on the third night. He signs off your little certificate. You go back to court. I go back to court. I go in front of the judge. I swear this is a true story. You're not going to believe when I tell you this. I, I probably won't. I go in front of the judge, and the judge says, did you go to traffic court? I says, yes, your honor. I did. And he says, do you have your certificate? And I says, yes. I said, permission to approach the bench? He says, granted. I walk up to in front of him. I give him the thing. And I said to him, your honor, can I make a comment about traffic school? And he says, yes, go ahead. And I said, it was sort of a scam, a sham because of the fact that that by this third night, nobody was in the class. You know, the teacher would come in and put the videotape in the machine. Everybody just would go out in the parking lot and smoke. They'd go down the street to the McDonald's. And he goes, they did, did they? And I go, yes. And he says, well, we will, we'll, get, we'll find out about this. So as I'm leaving, one of the guys comes up to me. One of the guys from the city comes up to me and says, boy, you're in trouble now. I go, what do you mean I'm in trouble now? He says, the guy that runs the traffic court? I go, yeah. He says, that's the judge's brother. (laughs) And I'm going, oopsie. I'm going, what? And he goes, yeah, that's the judge's brother. And I'm going, oh, my. I got it. You and Karma Hildebrand. I got a target in my back. <laughs> Indeed, you do. And all for twenty six and a twenty. You know, for a while. You know, every once in a while, you'll hear like I know Illinois State Police. The police did this years ago, where there there is no tolerance. The speed limit sign says fifty five. That means fifty five. Uh, yeah, yeah. The smartest woman in the world says snitches get stitches. <laughs> So I, Indeed. I snitched on the traffic school, dude, and it turns out it's the judge's brother. Okay, for a while, Illinois State Police were giving tickets like 57 and a 55. I'm going like, okay, whatever. And, you know, you know what the interesting thing about that is, if you get a good attorney, they can usually blow that up. You know, they, matter of fact, there was, there was this guy that used to teach this course, and I'm not kidding about this either. There was this guy to teach a course online, and all these online courses, and the guy would teach you how to get out of almost any speeding ticket. And he had all these forms. Like, for example, do you know the tuning fork thing? Um, do you know what I'm talking when about? When you go to the doctor and say, they, they ask you if you can feel it? No. No. Radar guns, to calibrate a radar gun, and I'm not kidding. This is this may sound weird when I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell the story and people are going to go, oh, he's lying. There's a tuning fork that comes with a radar gun. Do you know about this? I do. And you take the tuning, and for those of you who don't know what a tuning fork is, it's like a thing that's like made out of metal. It looks like a big fork, and you like bang it on something, and it goes, Doo! has like a pitch to it okay it's almost like a musical instrument you know like you can you get enough of them you can play them as a musical instrument okay so (laughs) there's a tuning fork that comes with the radar guns and 
before each time the officer uses the radar gun, he's supposed to use the tuning fork and put it in front of the radar gun, and and it shows whatever the tuning fork calibrated should show, like 20 miles an hour or something like that. It's the way the stupid thing works. So this guy would teach you this, this, this class about how to fight traffic tickets. And one of the things that he would do, and this is pretty funny, because I've heard this used before, there's a class. I don't know if this is true or not anymore, but back in the day when I was working for the police department, there was a class that the police officers used to go to that would you could and they would teach you how to estimate a vehicle speed by watching the vehicle. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. You they would teach the police officers that if you're standing on the street corner and you see a car drive by you, you can by judging against certain landmarks and things like that, you can pretty much plus or minus 10 miles an hour, you can pretty much tell what how fast a car is going. Now, the crazy thing about this is it's usually only good if someone's like doing like like Shelly, if the speed limit's like 60 and they're doing like 100. Because, you know, if you're if, if you're like in a 40 mile an hour zone and the cop says, well, I think you were doing 46, it's not really good. But in other words, they teach the guys that, you know, to estimate like, well, you know, like, for example, the police officer sit on the side of the road and a car blows by him at like 100 miles an hour. He can say, well, that car was going in excess of 90 miles an hour. So they teach his class. So this guy goes to court. He's fight, you know, he's fighting a ticket where the officer estimated his speed, visually estimated his speed. And he says to the police officer, he cross-examines police officer. Police officer gets on the stand and he says, uh, you went to so-and-so class for estimating speeds? And he says, yes. And he says, what did they teach you? And the police officer told him, he says, they taught us how we can estimate pretty accurately how fast a moving object is moving through space. And, he, and the guy says, the guy who got the ticket says, wrote this course. He says, so in other words, you're telling me that you can tell me how fast a moving object is moving. And he says, yeah, plus or minus 10 miles an hour. So he looks at the judge and he says, judge, you heard what he said. He can judge how fast something's moving. Correct? And the judge says, that's what he said. So the guy picks up a pencil and holds it over his head and drops it on the floor. And he says to the cop, okay, how fast was that pencil moving when it hit the floor? And the cop says, I don't know. And the judge says, case dismissed. <laughs> that's hilarious. Now, I don't know if that's BS or not, but it's a great story, isn't it? It is. <laughs> but now, here's the, here's the problem. The problem is, if the cop had taken a physics class, like I had, from a professor who was, like, working on the Star Wars project that McDonnell Douglas back in the day at Boeing, who was this brilliant guy from England that they brought in to work on a Star Wars project, I could answer that question because this guy was such a nerd. This is what we did all semester long when I was taking physics. We did these experiments. And back in the day, I could tell you, okay, if you drop something, you know, terminal velocity, you know, uh, what, you know, what kind of wind resistance does the object have? You know, obviously, if you drop a feather and if you drop, uh, you know, a quarter, uh, you know, or like even b- bigger, like, a, you know, back in the day, a half dollar or an old silver dollar, the silver dollar is going to hit the ground before the feather does because even though, you know, they fall at the same velocity, the, the feather has, has wind resistance, you know, blah, 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 blah. But technically, if you're dropping something, that's uh, an object. It falls at so many meters per seconds. What in the you know and and it hit and accelerates and accelerates at so many meters per second in over so many feet. That kind of stuff. And and literally, we got to the point where in our class we could drop things and people would say, "Okay, you dropped it from eight feet. That means that when it hit the ground, it was going uh-uh, meters per second." And go like, "Wow, 
So then we'd actually we'd we'd do this and we'd run the labs and we were accurate. It was pretty crazy. Can you believe I took physics? I do. <laughs> That's when I was working on my meteorology degree, which I never finished. Because you have to have physics. I didn't have I, I had physics in my undergraduate degree, but I didn't have the right kind of physics, as crazy as that may sound. They wouldn't accept my physics class. Why? I don't know. They wouldn't accept it. That was when I was trying to get in SLU. Did I ever tell you about that? No. Yeah, I, I was going to go study meteorology at SLU, and then ultimately ended up at Mississippi State studying meteorology. But I never finished, which leads me to the fact that last week, Dave Murray, I heard him on Tuesday, said, oh, it's going to be a gorgeous holiday weekend. It's going to be sunny all weekend long. Did you see much sun Saturday, Sunday, or Monday, Shelley? I did. You rainbows, saw, too. Yeah, because it was raining all the time. Right? But rainbows, huge rainbows. <laughs> because it was raining all the time. God, yesterday was like miserable. Sunday was like the same thing. It's like, it's like what is it? We live in Seattle or something like that? What happened to all that sunshine that Dave Murray said? But I guess it was sunny where he there lives. There was a lot of sunshine around my house. I don't know where you live. The skies open up. Like, and the sun just comes beaming down on my home. The skies opened up because they were it was raining previous to that, right? <laughs> it was. <laughs> and it rained like all weekend. But then the sky came out and there was like huge rainbows. And then it, and then the the sun went away and it rained again, right? Mm, it rained on, it rained on and off almost all day yesterday. On and off almost all day yesterday. But the sun came out. Yeah, for like 5 seconds. Here comes the sun. And then it went away. But what does Dave Marino know? He lives in Palm Springs. Exactly. He doesn't know about our weather anymore. We don't know about our weather anymore because Because climate change. Because of Dave Murray. It's not his fault. You know, Dave Murray doesn't, you know, you know, like, you know, like. You need to quit picking on him. He, you know, he used to do the forecast barefoot. You know that? I heard that when he when he was on TV. He probably has a little turf of grass <laughs> that he sat there and he walked on. He never has any shoes on. That's like that's like some of the guys have no don't have, don't have any pants on. Ew. Yeah. Okay. Seven twenty. It is BS dot show. I'm Shelly. She's bread. Together we make BS. Seven thirty eight. A Monday morning. Actually, it's not. It's Tuesday morning. It feels like it Monday is. morning though. It's. Uh, I was going to say TGIM, but instead it's so happy. It's uh, it's uh, Tuesday. What is that? S H I. Something like that. <laughs> ha. Okay. The smartest woman in the world sent me this, and I found this fascinating. Credit Karma ordered to pay users $3 million for false pre-approved credit card offers. You know what I'm talking about? You know what Credit Karma is? You, you, are you on Credit I Karma? I do. It was like the free karma. No. The free credit check. Yeah. But do you know how they make their money? I, I really don't. Okay. How they make their money is you open up an account, and yeah, you get your free credit report, but they give you offers. And it's an it's an affiliate marketing deal where there's an offer oh, that says, an like... Affili- it's direct sales? Well, no. It's an affiliate marketing thing where essentially... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, essentially, they sorry, say, hey, your credit card is... Your credit is so good, you can apply for this card, and bet you're going to get it. So they get paid by the credit card companies, also by loan companies. And anyway, huh. what they were doing was they were saying they were saying people were pre-approved. In other words, pre-approved means you've already got approval, right? But then when people went to to apply online, they got turned down, and then they got that happens all the time. But if you're pre-approved, 
if someone says to you, Shelly, you're, you know, like if a car dealer calls you up and says, Shelly, you can come buy any car on the lot today and you're pre-approved to buy any car at 0% interest and you show up at the car dealership and you go, okay, I'll take that car. And they go, every car except for that one. That car is not pre-approved. You have to go with special credit check. So in other words, it's like a bait and switch. But in this case, the problem is that if you're pre-approved, BS. if you're pre-approved and then they turn you down, you get a ding on your credit score because you get that's what, true. You get what's called a hard pull. So in other yep. words, and and your credit score goes down because of the fact tremendously, that tremendously, right? You check your credit. So I'm going like, okay, so so the government realizes that. These guys are actually doing that. Everybody knows they do this. You know, I mean, times, hey, apply for this online. You're pre-approved. No, you're not. It's BS. They just want you to apply for the card or whatever it but, is. But they, they they get by with that with this little bitty fine print that you can't even see with beepers. Well, but but apparently the FTC, Federal Trade Commission, essentially say, okay, look, we don't care what you say. You were deceiving the public. And so Credit Karma says, we're not going to agree with that, but we're still going to pay you three million dollars. I'm, I'm, you know, so I'm going to call up Credit Karma and go, you know, you guys have deceived me, and they're going to say, Brad, you're right. We're not going to admit that we deceived you, but just here's three million dollars. Just go away and don't, don't bother us anymore. Okay, fine. Give me three million dollars. It's not going to happen to me. When the government comes after you, it says Credit Karma's false claims of pre-approval cost consumers time and subjected them to unnecessary credit checks. The FTC will continue to crack down on digital dark patterns that harm consumers and pollute online commerce. Okay, here's the problem that I have, and I'm going to randomly go to a website. I'm going to go to. I'm just going to. This is what. This is the thing that cracks me up. Everybody talks about. Oh, you know, like you know, like the the the, the Facebook people and the Twitter people. We've we you know you can't put on there if you put on something about the fact that that you know that you know I th- still think on Facebook if you mention COVID you get the automatic COVID warning on your Facebook post. You know what I'm talking about? I do, and that doesn't actually happen on Social. Well, we can't have anybody use Westplex Social for a while because okay. remember, we're, remember we're telling people not to use it because because oh. we does we, that mean I shouldn't be on it? Well, last week we asked people to use it and they used it too much and they crashed our servers. So we got some more, got to get some more servers. Okay, so okay. I'm going to go on to a site here. I'm going to go onto a site and I'm going to just randomly pull up some stories, some ads, stuff like that. Let me see if I can find it real quick here. Um, you know who's notorious for that? Facebook. No. Who? Capital One. You remember the commercials with the hooligans, or not the hooligans, but but like um, the people, like, what are they? They're Vikings or something like that. Right. And they're like, you know, these are the creditors at your door, but Capital One's not like that. That's exactly how they are. What, bait and switch or what? No, they are relentless. I, I don't like Capital One. Capital One is notorious for that. You've been pre-approved by Capital One. And then you're not? Uh-uh. All the time? Yes. Okay, like, for example, here's one right here. $900 grocery allowance for seniors on Medicare. And when you go and when you click on it, it says, it says I'm looking at it right now, $900 grocery allowance for seniors on Medicare. When you click on the stupid story... And this is an ad. It says, Americans over 65 
could now, could now, now could be eligible to for a flex card and receive additional monthly assistance toward these th- things they need. Eligible Americans could receive additional spending each year towards things they need. Dental and eye care, in home, in-home health services, medical bills, co-pays, and even groceries. The rules are changing. And what it is, it's some stupid thing where you're supposed to apply for it. And, and like, how many times have you seen these stupid ads where it says, it shows like, like let's say, uh, shows like a VCR. And it shows the guy... Like, like or the one that the one that I saw the other day, I thought to myself, okay, this is BS. It's got a picture of a guy opening up his wallet, okay? And you is see, it empty? No, you see some money in the wallet, and there's a crayon, you know, a kid's crayon in the wallet. And the title of the little stupid story says, this is why you should always carry a crayon in your wallet. And you're going like, what the hell is this? What, to write on the bathroom No, wall? but it's B- Idle words on tile? But it's BS. You go to the story, and it has nothing to do with a crayon in your wallet. You're well, going they like, always have that. But once, once again, you know, that's the stupid ads you get on Facebook where you can't post anything about COVID, but yet they allow these people to put, like, for example, the faked ads, like, for a while. And see, this is, I, I'll tell you this, this is partly why, why, um, Dr. Oz is having problems in in Pennsylvania. He's not doing very well against the weirdo who's running against him. Um, there were all these people who were using Dr. Oz as a scam. You know what I'm talking That's about? That's true. Yes, they are. And and you'd see like you'd see a picture of Dr. Oz. Dr. Oz approves of this. And when you go on and you click on it, and it's not, it doesn't have anything to do with Dr. Oz. No, nope. it's, it's some weird stuff they're selling you. And and, I'm, and people go like, well, Doctor Oz was behind all these crazy cures. Like talked about if you have toenail fungus, Doctor Oz talked about that you could you know remove toenail fungus by putting grapes on your feet. He never said that. But people put the stupid things. It's I try actually and- Listerine or Vicks VapoRub. Okay, so this one is best Medicare plans. This is an ad for best Medicare plans. Okay, uh-huh. if I go further down the page, here, let me find another one. Uh, there's all sorts of crazy ones on here. These are on any page you go to. I mean, like, um, that's what it is. So I'm, I'm not, you know, now that I'm on the air, I can't take control of your vehicle. And and it's a story. It looks like it looks like a story, but yet it's an ad for Firestone. Um, let's see if I find another one. If you go to the Yahoo page, like Yahoo Mail, right, and all that stuff will be on there. Or Bing. Bing is notorious for that. The the bogus ads. You know what I'm, yes. you know what I'm talking about? The ones yes, that you I know, do. Like and like typically they'll show you like they'll show you like the back of your T V set and they and they'll show something stupid like like they'll have like like a paper clip and they'll go, put a paper clip on the back of your T V set and get forty two channels for free. And people are going like, Maybe that works. Like for example, I will tell you one that, that I actually somewhat believed for a while until I tried it and it didn't work. I'm the king of cracked windshields, okay? You are. I, I, you know. They look for you. If I'm going to buy a new car, I'm going to take a, the day I take delivery of the car, I'm going to take a hammer with me. And I'm going to, I'm going to do are. two things. I'm just going to put a dent in the fender and I'm going to crack the windshield because then I go, okay, it's my car now because of the fact that. That's what we used to do with tennis shoes. Well, what do you do? You what? Get them dirty? Yeah. Right the, away? The gym teacher would, um, You'd buy new tennis shoes, and then it's a thing. You would go to the gym teacher, and she would step up right on the top of them and get them dirty. What gym teacher did you have? Cruella DeVille? <laughs> no, it was a thing. It was like a, a thing that you, you 
you know, that you were a part of. Okay, so the smartest woman in the world sent me this because she knows I, I, have, her. I have cracked windshields on my car. And it's this guy that shows a picture before and after. And he's got a windshield. And he says, here's what you do. And he gave you, you go to get baking soda and get vinegar and stuff like that. And you mix it up. And then you take a little, a little toothbrush. And you brush this stuff into the crack in your windshield. And guess what? It didn't do anything. <laughs> you actually did that? I tried it once. I'm going like, of course you <laughs> did. It was probably an ad for, for, for baking soda companies or something like it that. You know what I mean? Arm and Hammer. Right, Arm and Hammer. You know, go, hey, go to the store. Buy this. Buy this. Let me see if I can find one. This vat of Arm and Hammer. I think maybe let me hold it on. Somebody's dinging me. What's this? What is here? Um, gym teachers don't step on new gym shoes. <laughs> yes, they do. They they, they did back <laughs> that's in what the seventies. That's what the smartest woman says. Not a thing. Gym teachers don't step on new tennis shoes. It it was a thing. <laughs> it was a thing in my school. <laughs> I'm having my fortieth high school reunion. I will ask them, I will record them, and I will send it to you. Oh, it's th- actually a Facebook thing. What? Hold it. Hey, the internet owes everything. Do gym teachers <laughs> step. Hold on. I can't okay, write here. Fine. <laughs> I'll just sit there. And, okay. Um, I will put it out on our Facebook group. Do. We would tell you to go on, on, on westplex.social, but you'll blow it up. Do. Gym, I can't type right. Gym teachers step. Hold on a minute. I can't type. I'm doing this on my phone. On new shoes. Okay, I'll do that. See what's coming up. Okay, here we go. This is Google search. O-E-S. Okay, here we go. I'll just find my group. Just a second. This is lewispalmer.org, physical education, class rules, school district 38, shoes and socks may be worn all times, form for a wrong timeout form, shoes from gym shoes, physical education. I, I So far, I haven't seen it. Dress code, shoes for teachers, what's on your feet, utopia, creating a positive learning environment, examples of physical education rules, tennis shoes, if a TE a PE teacher will have students to play on wet grass, wear their shoes and socks. <laughs> You're not going to find it on there. Here's, it was evidently it was exclusive to my school. Here we go. If a Clayton PE High. if a PE teacher, if any of my friends from Clayton High or Wydown, if they if they are listening, which they probably are not, but if they are. Call me. If a PE teacher will have students to play on wet grass where their shoes and socks will get soaked wet, would it be fine to allow them to opt for playing barefoot instead, and should the school allow it? Uh, (laughs) I'm a soccer coach. My team offers practices in wet grass, and yes, their cleats and socks get wet and muddy. For PE, playing in wet grass is avoided because most students won't have cleats at school for gym class. Whether in ordinary sneakers or barefoot, they will likely slip and fall. So that the wet day on an activity grass would be avoided, they'll likely just do something else. Barefoot is a very bad idea for school sports out of doors. There's a good chance in most competitive uh, games, especially with any balls, to step on another player and hurt their foot. Also, students are expected to have proper gym clothes just for gym, which they change into for PE class. If those clothes, shoes included, get wet, that's just life. Essentially, they're saying 
Nothing wrong with playing on the wet grass and bare feet. It would be slippery and many cause injury, though. At a private school once, we had to do gymnastics outside in our socks. Most like most like myself opted to go barefoot to save our socks from getting dirty. I remember one kidding having off-looking bare feet and toes. <laughs> See, so I don't. I think Shelley's told us BS. No, it is not. And I'm posting on my Clayton High class of '82. Okay. I'm doing this. It's it's happening. You know, Clayton, when when Shelly, Shelly went to Clayton High School, she lived, you know what street she lived on, Clayton? Are you asking me or are you asking everybody else? I'm asking the listeners if they know. I can tell you. She lived on La Dida Court. That's where she lived. No, I didn't. La Dida Court. I lived on the corner of Buck and Brian. No, La Dida Court. Okay, it's seven. Is it the same as "Oh, bite me"? Yes, seven forty-seven. It is BS Show. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. Uh, you know, last break, Shelly was making the comment about when she went to school. If she showed up, and let me make this give this straight now, right? If she would, if you showed up in brand new tennis shoes, your gym teacher would step on your yes. shoes and get them dirty, right? Yes. Okay. Here's a story. Let's listen. To this. Here's a story about about a daycare where the teachers did something. Hold on. Let me see. I'm get this to work. Hold on. Many parents would agree that when they send their children to daycare, they expect their kids to be safe and well taken care of. But an Athens mother says she removed her two-year-old from a local daycare center after the child came home with injuries. News 19's Kayla Smith is on the story, joins us and in the studio. And you know what the injury was? What? Well, this- Suppose the teacher hit, their, hit the kid in the face with a tennis shoe. This is not anything like that, Brad. <laughs> I couldn't. That's because I got could. hit in the face with dodgeballs, but you can't do that anymore. See, you know what's crazy about that is that was my favorite thing in high school. I mean, in 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 junior high and in high school, we had dodgeball. I love dodgeball. Didn't you love dodgeball? Did you ever play dodgeball? I, I was always picked last, but yes, I loved it. God, I love dodgeball. And and you can't do dodgeball anymore. It's too dangerous. I say go for it. Well, what, it was it was a staple. What's sad about that is 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 that, that you know if you had somebody in your class who was a jerk, everybody got yeah. the ball and they all said, "Okay, we're all going to get the ball and we're going to hit him." You know what I'm saying? You gang up on him? Yeah, they did that. <laughs> yes, they did. They do that to you? Yes. They, they so everybody threw the ball at you at the same time. Possibly. That, you ever seen that movie Dodgeball? I have not. Oh my god, that's a great movie. <laughs> it's so bad, it's good. It really is. It's... Like Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> you you've never seen Napoleon Dynamite? Have you watched that movie? Um, I'm sorry. Did you watch Napoleon Dynamite? Yeah, yes, I did, and it was like an hour and a half. I will never get back. Ever. You didn't like Napoleon Dynamite? I hated it. It was <laughs> stupid. Vote for Pedro? <laughs> huh. Nope. See, it's one of those movies that it was so bad it was good. You know what I mean? Napoleon Dynamite? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, <laughs> what did you say again? Hold on a minute. What did you say, Shelly? No, 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 no. No, 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 don't let him go. Yeah, let him go. Can you believe that's our president? 
Um, I'm not going to comment on that, actually. In England, when they don't like the, the prime minister, they just get rid of him and put a new one. They got a new lady who starts today. You know that? I did not. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The queen, uh, Bojo, Mr. Mister, you know, dude is, did his hair with a with a leaf blower. <laughs> with a, uh, what was that called? <laughs> you know, isn't that amazing? A floby. Yeah, no, 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 no. He, <laughs> hold on. No, 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 no. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm going to do you that now. Too. I'm going to do it now. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, 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 improvise on I that, did not. That, that drop. I, hold on a minute. Let me see if I can find it. Here, hold on a minute. Hold on. I will play you. <laughs> Boy, you, you threw down the gauntlet with me on that one. I'll find it. Hold on a minute. Let me. I got it in here yes, somewhere. Yes, I did. I got it in here somewhere. Hold on a minute. Let me find it. I sent it to myself. Um, what did I send it myself? Last night. I think it was... Uh, here it is right here. Okay. This is, this is, okay. You ready? This is the, this is, I, I'm going to play. This is the actual press conference. Okay. Okay. You think I'm kidding. Here, I'm going to play this. Okay. You think I'm kidding. Okay. Here's the audio. You ready here? It only runs about a minute and a half. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Here's the actual audio. This is the president. And this was, this was, um, this was yesterday or was it, was it Sunday? 106. Can't, okay. Here, he's in Milwaukee. Okay. Here we go. You ready? Listen carefully. And it's not hyper. I mean it from the bottom of my heart. As I said last week, we remain in the battle for the soul of America. By the way, all right, God love you. Let him go. Let him go. No, 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 no. Don't let let him go. Let him. He's, look, everybody's entitled to be an idiot. No, no, everybody's entitled. That's, okay? that's it, right there. That's, I didn't edit anything. <laughs> Once again, here By go. the way. Hold on a minute, I'll go back. Here goes. last week. He's being heckled. That's We remain in the battle here the guy for the soul of him. America. By the way. All right, God love you. Let him go. Let him go. No, 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 don't let him go. He's look, everybody's entitled to be an idiot. Shelly, I rest my case. That's the actual audio from the press conference. So, okay, fair enough. And if the background is he's doing this campaign speech and somebody's heckling him and the heckling gets loud and apparently one of the Secret Service guys goes over or the police goes over and they put the clamp on this guy and they like try to escort out the escort him out the door and Trump or not Trump and Biden is telling him no 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 let him go let him go let him go <laughs> I'm coughing and you're not talking when I'm coughing you're supposed to talk okay oh I am yeah Okay. So should I say bless you? No. It's, uh, he, what do he say? God bless you? Is that what he says? God bless you. Who? Who's he? Biden said that. When? Hold on a minute. Uh, don't you listen here while I'm here. here right. I really listen, don't. Listen. I'm listening to another right, station, God Brad. God love you. Right there. Let him no, go. God love you. That's what he says. Hold right there. Hold on. Right. God love you. Right there. Let him go. All right. God so love you. So he was you. saying God loves Let him the go. heckler? Yes. Oh, that was so big of him. Yeah, and then he gets off the stage and he says to the Secret Service agent, D- 
Did you break that guy's nose for me? <laughs> uh, did you kick him in the knee? Right. Did you or kick, kick him in his other knee? Did you kick him between the legs? <laughs> you and whose army? My left oh, right. army and my right army. Right, right. Okay, we got to go. We do. Yeah, 7.59. Hey, Say goodbye, Shelly, real goodbye. quick. Have a great day, everybody. Happy Tuesday, Monday. And uh, peace and I fly. 7.59. Have you heard about Salt River Automotive? Not only are we open for business and ready to serve you, we are sponsors of the BS in the Morning Show on Westplex 107.1. Check us out on Facebook at Salt River Automotive, LLC. See you soon.